You're listening to the Gym Class Podcast from 1600 ESPN. It's the Gym Class with Scott Unash and Mark Dukes on 1600 ESPN KGYM. Happy Friday, everyone. From the Eakin Nutrition Studios on the southwest side of Cedar Rapids, it is the gym class taking you through the 3 o'clock hour on this Friday here in eastern Iowa. Great to have you with us, Scott Udash, Mark Dukes, uh, Isaac Elzinga on the other side of the glass, and, of course, you, our listener out there. Thank you very much for joining us here today, and that includes our my new good friend Herb today. Herb, thank you. You know who you are. 319-366-1600. That is the text line available to you. Again, 319-366-1600. That is the phone line as well. If you'd like to pick up the phone and give us a call, that is also 319-366-1600. Lots to get to in the program today, and that includes the play-by-play voice of the Iowa women's basketball team, Rob Brooks, who will be joining us at the bottom of the hour. He had the privilege to call the record-breaking game last night at Carver-Hawkeye Arena as Caitlin Clark set the brand-new mark for women's career scoring in NCAA history as uh, she did that a lot earlier than I thought it was going to be and maybe earlier than a lot of the people thought it was going to be. But we will relive that and, uh, and also talk about the Iowa women's basketball team with Rob. We'll do that coming up in just a little bit. Again, text line available, 319-366-1600 as uh, we take you through the 3 o'clock hour here on a Friday. We'll also uh, take a look ahead to the weekend in sports. That is coming up before 4 o'clock here today. Mark, good afternoon to you. Hey, good afternoon, Scott, Isaac, and everyone out there. Yeah, what's going on today? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Maybe a new record. That was set. Um, I was very off. I said it would take seven minutes for Caitlin to get the record last night. Uh, you guys were much lower in your predictions, and she came out with Eye of the Tiger last night, and this thing was not going to take very long. It did not take very long, and uh, I thought it was going to be, I mean, it was a record-breaking night in many ways for Caitlin Clark, but I, I had a feeling it was going to be north of 50, maybe, you know, setting in on the record of 61 in an NCAA women's basketball game. Did not get to that point, uh, but still, you know, I think Caitlin had a pretty good night last night. Uh, you think? Yeah, plus 13 assists, and uh, after a 23-point first quarter, yeah, you would you were thinking this might be really something, and and it was, forty nine points. Uh, remember John Johnson? Yeah, like fifty some years ago, he scored forty nine. But uh, Hannah Stokey's record didn't last long, did it? And uh, Kelsey Plum's record did not last long. Two minutes and twelve seconds on a shot that I think measured thirty three feet. Scott, not bad. <laughs> 33 feet, and uh, a lot of folks who said uh, Logo 3, you were right. And uh, Lisa Bluter did call timeout after a Michigan possession uh, to let things, uh, you know, the crowd, everything I've read, it was just uh, uh, bonkers, Um, and, and it should be. It was a generational moment for not only Clark and Iowa women's basketball, but uh, uh, the state in general and Iowa women's sports. It was quite the spectacle. And, uh, and the University of Iowa and the state cannot buy publicity like this. Every channel you turned last night and into today, turn on Pat McAfee, he's going on and on about uh, Caitlin Clark and, and uh, all the national programs and all the tweets that she received from uh, a former president to Billie Jean King, Tom Brady, on and on and on. Uh, it was just uh, incredible. And she might have set the all-time record for 
most autographs signed as well. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she did very much so. Yeah, your thoughts? Were you there? How electric was it? Love to hear from you out there. Three one nine. 366-1600 here today. Isaac, where does this go? You're young. You're much younger than Mark and I. We don't have to explain that to our listening audience. Where does this go down right now in uh, in your sports lexicon? Um, yeah, this was probably about one of the, my favorite thing that I've been able to experience live, at least. So I was there in person last night, not covering it or anything. I was just there as a fan. And um, yeah, it's probably going to be the most memorable thing up to this point and it might be the most memorable thing that i experienced in my life as far as sports go how was it i mean in the uh you know uh, are isn't is the hair in the back of your neck still standing up yeah i (laughs) i said this morning on todd's show that there was just like an energy in iowa city the entire day um like even when i was going to classes and stuff like that just I don't know. There was just something about the day that everyone could kind of feel that this was a special day, that there was going to be history in Iowa City. Like, like I don't want to say the world was watching, but like eyes were going to be focused in on Iowa City this night. And you could feel it in Carver when you got there. You could feel it all day in Iowa City. And it was, I don't know, it was just something really, really special. Just the energy that was surrounding everyone and the excitement that was brought. And there was an incredible pop right when she hit the shot, of course, and that came through the TV, I'm sure. And yeah, it was just I don't know. It was very, I don't know, it's just super memorable, and I think it might be the most special memory I have for a while, at least. Well put. Well put. 319-366-1600-8331 was there. Got to Carver earlier than usual. That was a good move. And the crowd was electric. And can't say anything less than that. Just an electric crowd last night, and... Did not. I mean, it looked like, Mark, that it was, okay, Caitlin, you know what? We lost. I'm mad. I'm tired of this record. Let's get this out of the way, and let's get down to business. That's kind of the way it looked to me last night when she uh, went about her business. Uh, Kind of the way it came across and the way it transpired, uh, for sure. And um, I Isaac touched on this and when he said, you know, the eyes of the, of the state and the, and the country were on this uh, particular game and, and uh, the potential record, that, that's one of the things that you have to marvel about Caitlin Clark among our, all, all our other talents and, and individual skills and assets and characteristics is, you know, this isn't like standing over a, three-foot putt to win the city senior open, Scott. I mean... I'd like to have that opportunity, by the way. <laughs> I know you would. That's why I brought it up. But uh, think about it. Being in that situation, waking up in the morning, thinking all day long, you know, tonight's the night. Uh, it's going to be something special. And uh, I can't imagine what goes through Caitlin Clark's mind or a person's mind being in a moment like that and seems like every game she is up to it she is up to it and just elevates her game and i mean she accounted for more than 70 points last night between her points and assists and it was quite a remarkable game it was an iowa victory oh by the way uh which iowa really needed uh going forward so um, can't say enough about it, and much like everybody in the country, just marveling at the accomplishment. Yeah, three one nine three six six sixteen hundred. Love to hear uh, your thoughts about it uh, here on a Friday edition of the program. And uh, they they needed all seventy of Caitlin's points and or points off of assists because tell you what, Michigan played a pretty darn good basketball game in their own right last night and and i gotta tell you uh i think kudos as well to the michigan wolverines and uh, they showed that they were a very classy program last night presented caitlin with uh, uh, a signed uh, gift afterwards that was uh, really neat to see and they were in a tough situation i mean it's tough when you are the visiting team and you're going up 
and playing someone that's going to set a mark like that. Um, I, I thought they they showed a lot of class, played very, very well. And, if, you know, they would have won a lot of those games last night if it wasn't for a Caitlin Clark and going up against an Iowa. They, they played very well. They did. And I agree. It was an incredibly classy move by Michigan. Obviously, they anticipated this. Each player wrote a, a, a note to Caitlin Clark, and uh, the team presented her with an engraved bracelet with the, the date. Um, and uh, tremendous sportsmanship, uh, recognized the achievement, and then going, trying to go out and play this game, which Michigan did very well. I don't know if Cheryl Swoops has congratulated Clark yet, 70-42. Yes. She has. All right. There you go. Thank you, Mark, for that. Uh, 72-27 saying the thing that they noticed after she made her record shot, her face had a look of relief, and she loosened up and really looked totally relaxed. And I would agree. I would agree about that. And now it's just... You know what? Maravich's mark is going to come and go. We know that. It's not going to be quite as much hoopla behind that as there was as far as this mark was concerned. Uh, now it's winning games and getting a deep run into the NCAA tournament if you're the Hawkeyes. That's, that is now, you know, it was never not priority one, but now it's just uh, it's laser focused now. Yeah, I think that's Lisa Bluter's challenge and um, really enjoyed her news conference about Caitlin Clark and this team and how grateful she is to be in this moment talking about, um, you know, her predecessors, um, Dr. Grant and others. Uh, but yeah, there, there's a lot to be, to be had yet for this Iowa women's basketball team. And uh, perhaps we'll, we'll learn more about that from Rob Brooks coming up at the uh, bottom of the hour. But uh, how far can this team go? And I think that's the next question. Uh, the record is in the books. It's in the rearview mirror. Uh, it will be added upon, certainly. Um, but that's the thing to me. Now, how far can this team go? That's the question. 319-366-1600 as we recount the record-breaking night at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. In a... I don't know if any of the other opponents of the Hawkeyes are going to present Caitlin with gifts. I don't think so. I think that was just a one-time deal. I mean, already people, what's Indiana going to do when uh, they they come to assembly? I don't know. I think it, Mark, you see if you agree with, I think that was just a one-time deal that Michigan did. Yeah, I think so. I don't think it's going to be like presenting her rocking chairs and and whatnot at every venue she goes to. Uh, she's only got a few left in the Big Ten on the road, so I, I know I don't think Indiana's going to plan anything. They might, I don't know. They might, yeah. Uh, but um, uh, I think that's the next Iowa road game, isn't it? I believe so. I believe so. I'd have to double check on that. Uh, Fifty-four, eighteen. The crowd was electric at an establishment where I watched the game. Can only imagine what it was like at Carver Hawkeye. <laughs> arena uh let's see what else we have on the text line here does your points add up in the big 10 tournament and the ncaa tournament or is it just a regular season point total nope it's the whole shooting match yep Uh, you can uh, as long as caitlin clark is alive and well with the hawkeyes in the ncaa tournament uh, those games count uh, just as much and um, I, I, you mentioned the record going down that Hannah Stolke had, uh, the, I, by the way, Megan Gustafson, her record went down last night of 48, the all, I believe the all time single game scoring mark. Is that correct? Isaac? Yes. I wrote an article about that when Stolke played. Yes. And it, it was, it was, a that was on was the a, road though. It was a Our, tournament game. I think it was yeah, a big it 10 was, tournament it game was in Minnesota. not in, in Carver Hawkeye arena. Uh, but that went down last night, and I don't think it was a slap to Hannah or anything like that. Um, it was her night, and if she's hot, you know, you you got to treat her like any other player out there, even though she's Caitlin Clark. you got to give her a chance to get a record. As soon as she got the record, they got her out of the game. But they, 
tell you what, they needed Caitlin and the rest of the starters in there because Michigan played that well last night. No, I don't think it was a slap in the face to Stokey, and uh, Stokey took it very well as far as I know. And, you know, Stokey could have been taken out earlier in that game too. So you can play that, uh, play that game, I suppose. Um, that was uh, maybe a one-off for Stokey. You hope not, but uh, 47 should never come close to that before. Um, Clark took, what, 31 shots? Not not 40, uh, Miss Mulkey. Uh, I think she took 31 shots, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes, Iowa has a week off, and that's probably not a bad thing. Uh, before they head to Bloomington, a very important game against the Indiana Hoosiers, and that will be next Thursday night. Uh, only two more home opportunities, regular season anyway. Iowa's going to have... Uh, home games in the first couple rounds of the women's NCAA tournament. We know that. Uh, but February 25th against the Fighting Illini of Illinois, and then a huge game on March 3rd, which could have the Big Ten regular season championship on the line when Iowa takes on Ohio State. Still uh, four more regular season games to go for the Iowa women's basketball team. Uh, big ones as well, and uh, seeding for the Big Ten tournament, and then uh, on to that uh, said tournament. On the text line, 2794 was listening uh, to Rob and Jamie's broadcast in Orange Beach, Alabama, and said you could tell the excitement uh, and energy through the radio. Very much so. Very much so. We'll talk with Rob about that coming up in just a little bit, and yeah, it was a great scene after the game uh, with Caitlin Clark and a very nice uh, presentation that Iowa put together uh, with video tributes, uh, including uh, McKenna Warnock and and uh, Monica Sinano, coaches, uh, et cetera, et cetera, family members as well. And she was, uh, yeah, holding back, did everything she could to hold back tears of happiness, uh, according to 7227. And she deserved all the good feelings and wishes from all her supporters. And uh, 0109 reminds us, yes, the Indiana game is also on our favorite feathered streaming channel. <laughs> oh, man. 322. We're going to get to an Emil Sideway scoreboard update. We'll do that coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, plenty of basketball to look forward to, and uh, we'll talk more about the Iowa women and the record-breaking night uh, with Rob Brooks, and we'll do that coming up here in just a little bit. Iowa men, Iowa State men, both in action coming up tomorrow. The Hawkeye men at home in front of a sellout at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. They will take on the Wisconsin Badgers in a 115 tip-off. That is a Big Ten Network game, and Wisconsin actually a favorite in that game tomorrow, about a point-and-a-half favorite uh, in Iowa City. Uh, early game for Iowa State, and a big one as they take on Texas Tech at Hilton Coliseum, 10 in the morning with the pregame with John and Eric, and just past 11 o'clock with the tip-off. And uh, that is, uh, I believe, an ESPN Plus game. So we will have it for you right here on 1600 ESPN as well as our FM frequencies tomorrow morning starting at 10 o'clock and a big game in the Big 12 mark with Iowa State and Texas Tech. Yeah, aren't they all in the Big 12, right, Scott? Iowa and, State uh, is a seven and a half point favorite. That that kind of surprised me a little bit. Is Hilton Coliseum worth that much? It's more than three. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that and the Iowa State defense are, but uh, uh, it's quite a story over in Ames. Uh, for that basketball team, and they want to keep it going tomorrow. And I'll be interested to see how Iowa rebounds tomorrow against Wisconsin. And Wisconsin's kind of uh, been in a rut. Uh, but coming off a victory, I believe, after four straight losses, still a very capable team. And um, I guess we'll just see how it transpires as Iowa plays out the string more than anything else. The uh, Iowa State women, and by the way, Kudos to the Cyclone women. Uh, double overtime home victory over top 10 rated Kansas State the other night. Uh, Iowa State and Charlie Cream's bracketology was on the outside looking in. They were the first team out. 
had to get them back in, and that was a big one because Iowa State women go to uh, Austin tomorrow to take on number five rated Texas. Uh, that one coincides with the men's game or just after the men's game. So uh, you can follow that along uh, on various platforms coming up tomorrow. But that was that was a win the Iowa State women and Bill Finley, I think, probably had to have. They're in, they're out. Well, they're there's, in, still, they're there's still time to go, but they needed that one to put themselves in position. Yeah, they did. And Finley they, doing a nice job over there. Yeah, really is, with a very young group. Sound familiar from the fall with uh, Iowa State football and Matt Campbell? Sounds a little bit uh, sounds a little bit familiar over there. We'll get to other aspects of the weekend, including uh, what could be a very soggy Daytona 500 coming up. Uh, we'll do that here in just a little bit, and uh, we'll talk to Rob Brooks as well and uh, get his thoughts about the record-breaking night down in Iowa City. Of course, the voice of the Iowa women's basketball team. We will do that coming up as soon as we uh, get an Emil's Hideaway scoreboard update. Coming up from Mark, it is brought to you by Emil's on First Avenue Southeast in Cedar Rapids. And they are open at 4 o'clock Monday through Saturday. You can check out their entire delicious menu online at emilshideaway.com. And a big thanks to uh, all those folks. I feel weird without picking games today, Mark. Do you feel a little uneasy with that today? First time since late August we have not done that. Well, let's just go uh, over-under on NBA All-Star game. How about that? (laughs) Uh, Over. I'm going to go over. How's that? (laughs) (laughs) No matter what it is, I'm going to take the over in that one. I hear you, though. What do we got? on the scoreboard today, Iowa baseball opens a much-anticipated season tonight in Charleston, South Carolina, against Seton Hall. Actually, that game at 4 p.m., uh, first pitch. First of three for the Hawkeyes uh, in Charleston. They'll play Ball State and Lehigh as well. The NBA Rising Stars game tonight. Scott, I believe we have that on KGYM. Yes, Keegan Murray on one of the four teams. Uh, it's a 14 tournament um, in the semifinals, first team to 40, and the championship, first to 25. So a chance to follow Keegan Murray tonight. The Genesis Open in, uh, at Riviera. Uh, the lead held now right now by Patrick Cantlay, nine under par. He has a one-stroke lead over four players. Tiger Woods. Back-to-back bogeys, uh, back-to-back-to-back, actually. He is two over for the tournament in danger of missing the cut. And now state wrestling results from earlier today. Class 2A action is in the books. Osage is your leader with four finalists, Mount Vernon in second. Two finalists, they include uh, Caden Peralt and Jace Jaspers. Peralt at 106, Jaspers at 138. Union in third, it has three finalists to scramble for the podium in Class 2A tomorrow. Also in 2A, area wrestlers making the finals, Austin Scranton of Anamosa at 175, Gavin Bridgewater of South Tama at 215. Right now, 3A semifinal action going on. So far, the following area wrestlers have reached the finals. Alex Pierce, Iowa City West, 113 at 113. Cale Seaton of City High at 132. Kane Noctaborn of Linmar at 144. And just completed Cale Boinovich of City High over Grant Cress of Linmar at 157. There you go. Latest, and they'll have the uh, 1As coming up tonight. Uh, They will set their uh, finals uh, coming up at Wells Fargo Arena. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. We're going to take a break, and we will come back, and Rob Brooks will join us, and uh, we will talk about the record-setting night at Carver Hawkeye Arena from a night 
ago. Looking forward to talking with Rob about that. The 1600 ESPN $5,000 Man Cave giveaway continues right now. This is a national contest, and yet one local 1600 ESPN listener is guaranteed to win at least $500. Enter with this winning sports word, Cardinal. Now at KGYMRadio.com. Why shouldn't you have a $5,000 man cave paid for by 1600 ESPN? Again, get all the details at KGYMRadio.com. Eastern Iowa weather from 1600 ESPN. Light snow showers should continue to depart the areas we do head throughout the rest of our morning. Behind it, however, it will be left with some fairly breezy and cool conditions. Highs this afternoon will be into those lower 30s, but feel like temperatures this afternoon will keep things feeling into those mid to lower 20s. As we head overnight, those wind chill values will drop down into the single digits into early Saturday morning. We'll, we'll still see plenty of sunshine, but still those highs throughout the afternoon tomorrow will still be into those mid 30s. But we do warm up a little bit more as we head towards the end of the weekend and into next week. I'm Weather First Meteorologist Garrett Hyde, and that was a check of your latest Iowa's News Now Weather First forecast. There's a reason Hertine and Stocker Jewelers' annual sale is famous. The savings are incredible, and it only happens once a year. The sale is Saturday and Monday only. And here's the kind of famous savings you'll get. Colored stone jewelry is up to 60% off, including a huge selection of colored stone rings. Natural diamond engagement rings up to 40% off. And enjoy an additional 15% off all gold estate pieces, which are already priced to sell. You can see why these savings are only offered once a year. With an event this famous, shoppers are excited, and you don't want to miss out. So make sure you're at the famous annual sale, happening from 10 to 5 Saturday and Monday, only at Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, corner of Dubuque and Washington in downtown Iowa City. While you're saving, Say hi to Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of them is always there. Scott Unash for your neighborhood Quick Star. And speaking of Quick Star, if you haven't been to your neighborhood Quick Star lately, one, two, maybe even three times a day, take advantage of all the savings that they have with their Quick Hot Savings. And that includes 12 ounce pack, uh, packs of bacon on sale for $249. That is uh, 12 ounce packs of bacon on sale for $249, limit two. Everything is is better with bacon and uh, you can add that to uh, your everyday meals you can even add it to some of the great quick star take-home meals that they have available for you with uh, prices starting as low as five dollars they are made fresh every single day in the quick star kitchens and uh, pick up one this weekend and make mealtime a whole lot easier prices starting as low as five dollars for some of their uh, favorites including uh, chicken bacon mac and cheese spaghetti and meatballs uh, also, low, low prices on fettuccine Alfredo with grilled chicken, meatloaf with mashed potatoes and gravy. All that and a whole bunch more available at your neighborhood Quick Star. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Go ahead, feel your engine. Admire that perfectly installed exhaust. Your vehicle's moving along this freeway like it was made from fresh installs and a whole lot of love. With eBay Motors, you get over 122 million parts to keep it running. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they'll be the perfect fit every time. Plus, at these prices, well, we're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Wednesday mornings in the 8 o'clock hour. Lock in to WagerWise and get in on the sports betting action. Powered by Betfred Sportsbook. The new year is here. Time for change. Start a recession-resistant new career in the high-demand fields of IT, cybersecurity, and AI with My Computer Career in just months. Already in IT? 
Build your cybersecurity skills and prep for thousands of open positions employers nationwide are desperate to fill. Attend classes live online or on campus. Make this your year. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available to those who qualify, including the GI Bill. Can I get a weight reading on the cat in exam three? Zuri needs a new vet tech after their current one literally moved to a farm. But finding an ideal replacement takes some training. This is like hurting cats. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Schedule virtual interviews and talk to candidates right from your employer dashboard. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Long rebound dug up by Gabby Marshall. Scoops a pass to Clark. Logo three, got it. 22 is now number one. Caitlin Clark is the NCAA's all-time scoring leader in women's basketball history. As called last night by our next guest, courtesy of Litterfield Sports right there, and that is uh, Rob Brooks, the voice of the Iowa women's basketball team. Uh, kind enough to join us after a uh, big night, to say the least, of uh, of women's basketball and record-breaking performances. And uh, How you doing, Rob? You, you okay today? I'm, I'm okay, yeah. <laughs> got down, got out. That's, uh, that's kind of the key thing. It's... Uh... Kind of been crazy down there this year, as you well know. Indeed. And uh, I, our friend Kevin Lehman yesterday kind of let the kitty out of the bag. Uh, he talked with you earlier in the week and uh, mm-hmm. about just how you were going to handle it. And it, it is, it's tough. I mean, having to go through the, not the same stage nationally as a Caitlin Clark, but uh, more of a local situation. I remember back when Ann O'Neill broke the uh, the girls' all-time scoring record. And just you think to yourself, how in the world am I going to handle this thing? And they, you had a lot more, uh, a lot more on your shoulders and on your plate than that. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, the difference between last night and um, you know buzzer beaters, as you well know, is just um, those just kind of happen, yep. and um, there's not a lot of time to really think about it. And but as you know, Scott, it just happens so fast, and you. It was kind of nice that it was only eight points and not you know, 26 or 28, so you had to kind of follow along throughout the game. And, yeah, I mean, I don't write anything down or script anything. I just don't like the way that sounds. And you just kind of got to figure things out. Okay, well, might say this, might say that. And then uh, just kind of let the moment dictate it because you don't know. I mean, it's, it might be a layup, might be a free throw, might be a, a left-handed layup, which was the – Big Ten scoring record, and then um, Iowa's all-time scoring leader. That was um, kind of a move to the basket up at UNI, so you don't exactly know how it's going to happen, but you kind of got the feeling once uh, the game got started that she kind of had it scripted where uh, you know, that final basket was going to be um, you know, kind of a, a, a traditional type of Caitlin Clark shot. Hey, Rob, you and, and we have been around uh, many moments in – Iowa sports history and uh, whether it be football or basketball or what have you. And, you know, a lot of fans out there are saying, man, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. Uh, I'm not asking you to rank it with anything else, but uh, as you you follow this journey and now have seen it happen, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, we can go back to games in the 80s and – you know, the first Rose Bowl, back uh, Hayden Fry's first Rose Bowl. But I, I think, yeah, the way this season is set up and really started last year, it's tough to beat. I've given it some thought, and I think just the way things have been on the road, uh, you know, I always had good crowds at home before, but, but nothing like we've seen the last couple of years, especially at the end of last year going into this year. And the anticipation, uh, the talk, you know, it's just um, something that you really haven't heard before at least i haven't and the thing that really sticks out is just what's happening on the road i mean it's uh, you you can't hardly get through the the front door of a hotel Uh, police escorts to the arena Uh, nebraska was a perfect example where um, the lobby of the hotel had to be roped off because there were so many fans 
that uh, just kind of found their way in. And then uh, it's only about a four or five minute bus ride to Pinnacle Bank Arena. And the Haymarket area, if you're familiar with uh, downtown Lincoln, it was just lined with people on both sides of the street. And it was like a parade. (laughs) You get to the arena and then there's an overpass, kind of a bridge right next to the arena. And that is absolutely full people wearing black and gold with signs and and cheering let's go hawks and you pull into the arena and it's just been like that every single place that we've been this year and that's really the thing that that will stick out for this season and has is the fact that uh, these road games have just been crazy i mean it's used to maybe four or five thousand people a good crowd would be eight or nine and and now you're doubling that there was um, almost nineteen thousand people at maryland uh, over 18,000 at Ohio State. And, you know, you go back to uh, games at uh, Wisconsin and Northwestern, the, the issue has been kind of on the road where they don't have reserved seats for everybody. So it's been a general admission type situation if you're not a season ticket holder. And I go back to the Wisconsin game in uh, December. It was 20, 28 degrees out. And that was a 2 o'clock tip, a 1 o'clock tip. And at 6.37 in the morning, People are wrapped around the arena waiting to get in. <laughs> and just have uh, seen that every single place that, uh, that we've gone, but it's just been, been crazy. I mean, it takes you back to uh, you know the old five-season center days in the 80s when they had festival seating for rock concerts, and people are starting to line up at 6 o'clock in the morning for an 8 o'clock show. I may have done that once. I, I may have to once or twice. <laughs> Maybe more than twice. Uh, after as good as last night was, um, and you've been around Caitlin all these years and the team itself, uh, could you see some relief uh, in the faces of not only Caitlin? but maybe even the coaches, maybe even the rest of the team. Uh, certainly, I think the fans uh, just kind of relieved that, okay, this is over. Uh, there's a lot more things to set sights on now. Um, or was it just part of the journey? It seems like every night there's been some sort of record. And obviously, this is the biggest of them all. And I don't know, Scott, if it's really weighted on them. Uh, I think the anticipation of when it's going to happen, uh, was it going to happen in Nebraska? Was it going to happen against Michigan? And, you know, I, I don't know. It's, uh, it probably uh, could have happened for sure against um, Nebraska. I mean, she didn't score a point in the, in the fourth quarter, and you credit the Cornhuskers for part of that. And I think now probably once it's done, you could you could make that statement, okay, it's good. We're Now it's just a – you know, four regular season games before uh, the Big Ten tournament. So, yeah, I think that's probably a fair statement to make. But I, I think they've played well through this journey outside of a quarter here or a quarter there. And it's certainly good just to get that out of the way for sure. And I think you can say the same thing about the Big Ten scoring record, uh, the fouls and assists. You know it's going to happen. It's not like it's the last game of the season or anything. But just when is it going to happen? How are we going to handle it? And – and move on. But she's so mentally tough that, you know, I think she can, she can handle about anything as she's proven. Rob, I'm interested uh, in hearing from you uh, what this young woman is really like. Uh, I think she has a public persona of obviously very competitive, but also grateful, complimentary, um, assigned thousands of autographs on and on and on, whether it be at home or on the road, uh, what what is this woman like? I would say is what you see is what you get. Uh, yeah. You're exactly right. Uh, very very competitive, ultra competitive. No matter uh, you get the feeling of no matter what she gets involved in, wants to win, and uh, she's got the support of her family, and uh, I think that is a, a grounding aspect to her. And they um, obviously get to to most games. Not all. There's usually one or two of the parents there for sure. And um, I think uh, that's very important to her and uh, seems to be very close with her family, gets along with her teammates. And I think they're generally, you know, happy for her. And I think, you know, actions speak louder than words, right? Uh, Kate Martin came back for an extra year. Gabby Marshall came back for an extra year. Yeah. To get another chance to play college basketball, but also, Hey, went to the title game last year 
And uh, we're on this journey with um, arguably the, the best player ever to play women's college basketball. And uh, let's keep it rolling. And I think everybody benefits from that. But you know, if she's, uh, whether it's schoolwork or on the basketball court, uh, she likes to have fun, jokes around. And you know, at the end of um, every shoot around, they shoot half-court shots and have fun with that. And, you know, she wants to win that. And um, I would say that um, kind of what you have seen with her signing autographs on the court is kind of what, uh, what you get off the court as well. Rob Brooks joining us at uh, coming up on 345 and a Friday edition of the gym class here on 1600 ESPN. And uh, now after the record, there's four regular season games remaining. They're all important. Two are ultra important, uh, starting with a game in Bloomington next Thursday night. And I, I think myself anyway, uh, probably a pretty good thing that there's a week between uh, last night and the next game out to uh, kind of get everybody grounded a little bit. But uh, there is still uh, a Big Ten regular season championship to try to uh, secure. Gonna Not going to be easy, certainly, with Indiana and Ohio State on the horizon, but uh, that is still out there. It really is. And um, I think you're right. Scott, as far as um, not having to play this weekend, I think that's a that's a really good thing. Uh, one to, to kind of get everybody healthy. There's a, just been not an excuse, but there's been a sickness rolling through uh, the team. It's it's hit some of the coaches, it's hit some of the players, and just to kind of get that solidified, and then um, obviously a big one against um, Indiana. And you're right. Um, I think Coach Bluter would tell you they're really close to being undefeated in the conference, but. Um, did not take care of business in two fourth quarters. And uh, so now they sit where they sit. And I think you're probably going to have to run the table uh, to get a, at least a share of that Big Ten title. And, you know, one thing with you know the balance of the schedule, the unbalance of the schedule, is that uh, Iowa has to play Indiana twice and Ohio State twice, where Indiana and Ohio State only play each other once. And I think as you kind of look at the uh, Big Ten standings, that's uh, that's a huge advantage for uh, the Hoosiers and the Buckeyes, but um, Iowa will have to deal with that. And if Ohio State comes in and not having been defeated until that final game, which they're playing very, very well, and you would anticipate that's going to be the case, um, the Hawks will have to uh, to run the table to um, make that a, a big um, senior day for um, Iowa and Ohio State. Uh, Rob, what does this year's team have that last year's didn't, or vice versa? I think two things, Mark, that I think are really advantages for the most part this year is I think the depth's better. I think they can um, they can go a little bit bigger and go a little bit smaller. Got some more depth in the backcourt than they had a season ago, and I think this team has rebounded and played defense better than uh, last year's team. They are one of the best rebounding teams in the conference, so their margins right around ten. I didn't play great defense last night, but for the most part, when they've really kind of needed it, they have shown that um, they're able to do it. And those are the the two things that really stick out to me. Obviously, they don't have uh, Monica Snato in the middle. That would be the minus, but they've had other players uh, step up as far as uh, rebounding. Uh, Sydney Falter off the bench. I mean, potentially, it'll be back-to-back six players of the year in the Big Ten with Hannah Stalky getting that last year and just the way that she flies around uh, for the basketball but you know, just fights you for every rebound uh, kate martin has had uh, several double doubles uh, this year scoring more so her roles changed a little bit so i think in some aspects this team is better than last year's now whether they can make a run like last year that's um, we'll have to wait and see her in a few weeks Talking about Hannah Stolke a little bit, uh, you and I have both seen her many, many years now. Uh, her improvement just from year to year is uh, is pretty outstanding. And what she is doing now, uh, going up against uh, Big Ten bigs in the in the middle, both offensively and defensively, uh, is it, pretty impressive because I, I don't think that is what, uh, what Lisa Bluter and Jan Jensen had in mind when they brought her in, that she was going to be in there as much as she is, but uh, she's doing a good job. Really been impressed with her since, uh, since day one, and I think you look at probably a true four playing the five, 
they just haven't had that athleticism, that bounce inside that um, that she brings. They just haven't had that in the past. And you know, just getting much better finishing around the hoop. I mean, hardly anybody can beat her down the floor and um, has good hands and can catch that ball in traffic. Has worked on the free throw shooting, and it, it's getting better because she's going to get to the line a lot. And when she broke the uh, Carver Hawkeye Arena record uh, a week ago yesterday, I used nine of 20 from the free throw line or nine of 18, something like that. And uh, boy, probably finished a man ones could have had close to 60 points, <laughs> but still with 47. And uh, you just see, you see her confidence blossoming and uh, it's going to continue uh, to get better and better. You remember, she's only a sophomore as uh, this is a really first year of starting first year of uh, really being in there and uh, going through the big 10. So she'll be a, uh, a player that is going to be huge for the Hawkeyes the rest of the year and, um, you know, potential, um, certainly first-team All-Big Ten player going forward. How about Molly Davis and her contributions, too? I think maybe that stood out um, at Nebraska on uh, Sunday where you really miss Molly Davis that much to be able to knock down that open shot. And she has uh, really risen to the occasion in some big spots you go back to um, the Kansas State game at Florida where Iowa was kind of struggling to score, and Molly stepped up and made some runners in the lane, knocked down a three-pointer. Maryland uh, did the same thing, probably. Um, that was uh, what put Iowa over the top in a tough situation where Maryland uh, went on a 23-3 to run. Iowa lost the lead, got it back, and then Molly hit that uh, huge three. She just kind of has that knack for when um, – Iowa needed some points. Uh, she was there to provide. And, you know, the great thing about her, she's not hunting shots or worrying about uh, numbers, just really has stepped up uh, as needed. And I think that was a, a huge influence in that fourth quarter at Nebraska, her not uh, being able to play. Very true. You started, uh, Rob, you started tuning up to whoop you Nash on the senior tour. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be playing well, soon coming, man huh? we're going to be I'm, playing I'm ready <laughs> we could have already been playing right they i know s- nice enough i know several people that have been outside <laughs> so oh yeah <laughs> we are I behind a couple times in florida and i snuck out right around christmas and um i'm ready i am definitely ready get the through the basketball season, then we'll be ready to roll. Then we'll when then we'll think about it. Then we'll think about it. Enjoy the journey, Rob. Uh, it was a great night at Carver, no doubt about that. Thanks for the time, and uh, look forward to uh, catching up with you again here soon. Yep, sounds good. Thank you. You bet, Rob Brooks, the uh, play-by-play voice of the Iowa women's basketball team, joining us uh, at three fifty-two. We're going to take a break. Come back. Talk a little bit about the weekend in sports and uh, some breaking news to let you know about when we come back. I lock up my Old Spice Fiji aluminum free dry spray to keep that 24-7 lasting freshness safe for myself. Fresh coconuts, palm trees in the wind. It's like catching waves in Fiji. Actually, I just talked myself into a refreshing spritz of Fiji. Spice is missing! No! Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is now live. The official sports book of ESPN features daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN shows and personalities like me. Bet on all your favorite sports with live in-game wagers, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. New users get $100 in bonus bets after making any sportsbook bet. Download the ESPN Bet app to sign up today. I'll see you there. ESPN Bet. What a play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Haven't seen you around the gym for a while. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be lower testosterone. Lower T. Yeah, I went through it a while back. Once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone. I got Nugenics Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that ad on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testafin, which helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for 
you? Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again. At work, in the gym, and in the bedroom. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves? Yeah, you just need to send them a text. Text PREP to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text PREP to 42424. That's PREP to 42424. Our thanks to Rob Brooks for joining us. Spencer on sports coming your way next from 4 o'clock until 6 o'clock. Uh, he will be talking with Scott Docterman of The Athletic. Looking forward to uh, hearing that conversation coming up, I believe, at 4.30 here today. Rising Stars game. We've got all kinds of NBA All-Star weekend activities for you. Uh, they've got... Um, I don't know. What is it tomorrow night? Dunk contest? Three? I know they're having the big three-point shootout. Uh, the and Sabrina Ionescu and Steph Curry, yeah. That'll be uh, tomorrow night. And then the... Uh, yeah, the skills challenge, or is it called the skills challenge? Where they be. do the... I don't know. I like the three-point contest is the most thing, the most appealing to me now on Saturday night. Dunk contest has lost a lot of its luster. Yeah. It so, has. I don't know. The three-point is still... I find it very entertaining, though. I think that's the big one is the three-point contest, and uh, the <coughs> game will be Sunday night. <laughs> we'll have that one for you uh, right here on 1600 ESPN. We've got outdoor stadium hockey on Sunday as well from Sports USA at 1.30. Think of the Islanders and the Rangers are going to go at it, so uh, looking forward to that. Mark, we've got breaking news, Pacific Palisades, California. Is the comeback over? Comeback eight point three over? I don't know, but uh, there's a big WD next to Eldrick Tiger Woods's name. After his sixth hole today, he was carted off the course, and PGA Tour officials announced it was because of illness, otherwise described as fearful of making the cut. I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, he was on the bad side of the cut line when that happened. Um, Was not playing particularly well, but I'm not saying. Yesterday was back spasms. Back spasms after the shank on 18. Not saying anything. Not saying anything. But if you were planning on Tiger Weekend, I'm sorry. Your weekend plans have been dashed. And unfortunately, your weekend plans may be dashed at Daytona as well because... Uh, 70% chance of rain on Sunday. I think 80% chance of rain last time I looked on Saturday. ARCA race has already been pushed back, and it could be a soggy, soggy Daytona 500 uh, if they get it in. Hopefully they will do it on Sunday afternoon, but uh, it's not looking really – it's not looking promising right now, Mark. No, I think our friend Mark Ironside – was hoping for a Monday finish, and I think he's going to get it based on the uh, forecast. It doesn't look good at all. No, it doesn't look good at all. And well, they'll uh, they'll try their best to get it in on Sunday with the uh, with the vast majority of the the fans there. Uh, race, it is tough. Uh, gone through that many times, and there's no. Hey, you think you got it corralled, and it takes a 180 degree turn. So. Uh, Good luck to everybody down there uh, in Florida. That should be very, very interesting. Mark, have a great weekend. Isaac, have a great weekend. And uh, we will commence on Monday once again here on the gym class at 3. You guys as well. Talk to you then. All right. Again, stay tuned. Spencer on sports coming your way next from 4 until 6. The NBA Rising Stars uh, Friday night will come up uh, at 8 o'clock this evening. Have a great weekend, everybody. Talk to you on Monday. Get to the live events you love with the assist from Vivid Seats. Whether it's the upcoming baseball season, basketball, or hockey, experience it live with a 100% buyer guarantee.